Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, dear listener, and welcome to another episode of Everyone is Hot, the podcast that talks about your favorite stealth sex symbols and the film that turned you on to them. I am Michael Stevens. And I am Shelley Brooks. And Michael, we've got a pretty exciting guest today, do we not? Oh my fucking God. We <laughs> are uh, elated, excited, uh, rejuvenated, uh <laughs> Totally masturbated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are we are juiced for today's guest, writer, actor, host of the podcast. What are you into, Kelly Hudson? Everyone, hey guys, hey. hey. Oh, the children are so pick. happy. <laughs> you you couldn't have picked a hornier guest, so I think everyone's in for a treat oh my god oh, that's what my we personality like to hear. i think if you talk to anyone that's known me over the years and you're like what are some main adjectives for kelly one would be horny <laughs> <laughs> and that is kind of the the premise of your podcast no yes it is it's kind of like a an open ad- admission to the to earth that i'm <laughs> that i want to talk about sex all the time <laughs> oh then we have got the right guest we are yeah. so excited absolutely um, yeah, Kelly, you picked a really good crush this week. So who is your stealth sex symbol and what movie are we going to be talking about? Okay, so it's none other than Raul Julia from uh, his very sexy role as Gomez Adams in The Adams Family. Oh, oh my God. I'm, I'm so excited. I mean, <laughs> ugh, ugh. I rewatched yesterday to refresh and... Mm. It's crazy. It's I mean, it's a joke. It's like written into the movie as yeah. a joke how like 
<laughs> much they want to fuck each other constantly. Yeah. And it's, I, I would say like it, it, it reminds me of Pepe Le Pew, but yes. without all the consensual shit, yes. going, like the non-consensual, like coming onto the cat mm. who's like wanting to yeah. kill herself. <laughs> like, it's like met with Morticia, who's like equally into Ugh. it. So it's so fun to watch. Yeah, it oh is over the top cartoonish. Uh, yes. How fucking horny uh, these two are for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember watching it as a young child without too much of a context for what was going on but just a vague sense of like man i really hope i'm able to like <laughs> fucking love and love my lo- wife, love my wife <laughs> yeah. as much as this guy does like what interesting people wow yeah. they're like happy all the time but also right? morose and also horny like it's really it's gold, you know what right? they have accepted peace with uh the reality uh, that is life you know like death yes. death is on its way so yeah, absolutely why not romanticize a little it a little let's like, fucking have kind of, some fun yeah yeah fuck your wife like, romanticizing <laughs> birth like crazy and death is just like oh let's not talk about it but it's yeah why not yeah it's a very very romantic capital r romantic very sort of like 19th century poets sort of romantic yeah. but with a sense of levity Romant- which is really nice yeah, yes totally <laughs> Well, Michael, for anyone who by some possibility has managed to never see The Addams Family, uh, would you like to tell the listeners what this movie is about? Sure. And uh, <laughs> listener, look, I know it's like the first 45 minutes of your work day. So like I say this without any judgment at all, but you should fucking have seen this movie already. Um, <laughs> yes. I but it love is you, interesting listener. to get a re- Yes, it, it is probably good to get a refresher of the plot because even I watching it yesterday was like oh like I didn't really fully <laughs> grasp the plot as a kid because I, I didn't understand greed like that much yeah <laughs> oh absolutely yeah so it's all like, about greed like the yeah. first and second movies they're both like completely terrifyingly greedy <laughs> absolutely and so uh pod the oof. The plot is uh, Karn artists plan to fleece a macabre and eccentric family using an accomplice who claims to be their long-lost uncle. Concise to the point. (laughs) Concise and also every 90s kids movie plot. um, Yes. (laughs) Which I kind of love, you know. Yeah. Trickery. Definitely some trickery. Trickery, outsiders, Mm -hmm. uh, overly trusting outsiders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lots going on there. Yes, absolutely. Well, yeah, it is funny, though, that you talked about uh, not necessarily remembering all of the plot details. Because, yeah, so many of my impressions of it, rewatching it, was like, oh, I just remembered set pieces. I remembered vibes. I remembered, yeah, but not the the actual story. Yeah, Yeah, the big party they had, the, like, play where the kids, yeah, very much the set pieces, (laughs) which now I'm realizing I understand what the word set piece means. Yeah. For years, I've been like, what does that mean, really? But, yes, that's, that's exactly what it is. And yeah. this is to be expected with our boy, uh, the director, Barry Sonnenfeld, who did uh, Men in Black, Get Shorty, Wild Wild West. Like, these are kind of prototypical uh, big four-quadrant family movies that'll come out around November or December. Uh, mm-hmm. Fun for the whole family with your standard one, two, three acts and uh, yes. happy ending. Yes, and I want to also just throw in some big ups to whoever the set designer was, which I didn't look up. Amazing, right? But it's incredible. Like, I never see a movie 
succeed in making a room look dingy like Isn't it's that- so rare that they can actually do it and it's like that whole house is disgusting like the <laughs> yes. food is disgusting the, the furniture it's not like tim burton scary where it's like cold marble like whatever uh, we're talking dirt dust mm-hmm. like hey and, it is oof. beautiful and it fun is- fact uh tim burton was actually the one like the first director that they asked to direct this movie and he was like no it's not for me and i think that's because it's fun um (laughs) it's it's very fun there Uh, isn't like hopeless tragedy yeah yeah and now he's directed the wednesday yes uh, teen drama i guess um which uh i guess we're all big fans of uh, have any of us watched it? We're all super. I didn't watch it at all. Um, I, I just kind of decided against it, even yeah. though, like, everyone I know, including my mom, is just like, You will love Wednesday. Uh, I think it's, it's so, so fun. And it's just, it's like the most popular show on Netflix history, which is so. It doesn't make sense. Nuts. I don't trust it's, these numbers. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I was just like, I can't. And, and, I, I will say one of the main reasons is because of the casting of Gomez Adams, which we'll get, you know, we can talk about Luis Guzman more later and why I was shocked that he was cast after Raul Jul. It's just, it's hard to follow that act. I will it's, say that. It is tough. He's a tough yeah. act to follow. Um, yeah. But uh, speaking of acts, we're going to get to the act of talking about the movie in detail. Good transition, I know. Yeah, I think it's good. Um, <laughs> before we do that... <laughs> We like to warm up with a little game that we call the sexy trivia game. All right. <laughs> Michael, Uh-oh. can you introduce the sexy trivia game for us? Absolutely. <laughs> sexy, it's time for the sexy trivia game. Mm. Time to get y'all a little slick for movie chatting with Ooh, a little yes. bit of trivia. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Loving this. Michael's got the voice. I will (laughs) kick us off. Number A. After the movie premiered, children would frequently recognize Raul Julia as Gomez Adams out in public, which, according to him, always brought a smile to his face. Julia stated that Gomez Adams was by far his favorite role, and his family said this recognition was especially meaningful meaningful to him in the final months of his life because he loved performing for children and making them happy whenever the opportunity presented itself wow that is genuinely so hot isn't that a fucking man too sweet what a man i'm gonna do the second one also in a voice oh wonderful by the time this movie was made, mm. all of the adult cast members from the Adams family, 1964, had died, except for John Aston, who wow. played Gomez. Aston also outlived the movie Gomez, Raul Julia, who died in 1994, mm. as well as the actor who played his son Pugsley. Oh my oh. God. Jesus. <laughs> Kevin Weatherwax, I was trying to use a sexy voice, who wow. died in 2014. John Aston is 92 years old, one year younger than Michael's grandpa. Kelly, how the hell did you know that? I don't know. 
Oh my god. She comes prepared. She comes prepared. She's done her research. Pretty, <laughs> yes. pretty scary. I really did some digging for that one, Michael. Scare you. I appreciate it. And I'm gonna finish us off with number C. In order to gain Morticia's figure, Angelica Houston wore a metal corset. She also had to get gauze eye lifts, neck tucks, and fake nails daily. She told Entertainment Weekly, Come afternoon, I could be prone to a really good headache from my various bondages and because I couldn't lie down in the corset or rest. It was fairly exhausting. Oh my god. <laughs> Two Jesus kind of unsexy Christ. bits of trivia at the end I mean, <laughs> Look, it's Adam's family trivia. It's it it yeah. kind of makes sense. It kind of makes sense for the movie that we're talking Pain, about. Pain, bondage, and death. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> heavy. Yeah, these are heavy things that they get to in the Adams Family movie. Oh, God. <laughs> Just in a classic children's movie fashion. I didn't recognize how much fucking bondage shit is in this movie. Yes, she gets tied up. She gets put on a rack and like pulled apart and then like they strapped are... to something and like making everyone uncomfortable because she's enjoying it. They're horny the whole time. They get caught by the bad guys. They're horny. They're so fucking hot for every situation <laughs> they're in. I love it. And it makes them appear stupid, yeah. which is so funny. <laughs> they're like kind of out of it and crazy and stupid. And everyone's just like, Arr! Oh my fucking God. Dangers of being too horny. And I do exactly. think that, you know, it's good that um, uh, Tim Burton didn't do this movie because I don't so. think he does sexy. And he fun doesn't fact, really do sexy. Yeah. Honest- Barry Sonnenfeld started in porn. So. Honestly, like. I feel so fucking weird about the fact that Tim Burton directed the TV show reboot, which takes place like in high school and is about a young woman. Cause I feel like he's not the guy. (laughs) Not the guy guys. No, 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 no. And he's famously like very in touch with current culture and the zeitgeist never Uh, says any problematic things. Uh, (laughs) Where the fuck get If you're going to do this, then I feel like while I don't think you should do a remake of like, I'm fucking so tired of the amount of remakes that are happening. But if if you're going to fucking do it, get fucking Diablo Cody, who makes a lot more sense uh, to at least capture that perspective. I don't know. Then again, this show's a huge success. Ah, so who the hell are we to talk? You know what? It's produced. Up Netflix. <laughs> it's produced by the same guys who did uh, Smallville, which was a show I watched every uh, episode of, and I'm pretty sure. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I was the only. They, I was the only one they were making that show for. Um, I watched <laughs> it a little bit. Wait, was I watched that the it too. Man, show. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. Wait. Yes. The one that starts out with the song like "Somebody." somebody yup. Yep. Love that I show. I watched for a very small portion of my life. I was watching that like I was binge watching. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. never again. <laughs> it was like in 2005 that summer. Shelly, <laughs> I. Shelly, I didn't know you fucking watched the show. I watched the show. I think it's where I learned the word horny. I think I watched what? it in middle school and I hadn't heard the word horny before. Uh, I think it was on no? that TV show. So, interesting. For anyone whose like first episode this is, Shelly famously doesn't like cape shit. I don't. But, but you, I like, you like I Smallville. <laughs> <laughs> he oh. was a nice looking, nice looking man. Yeah. True. Shelly, we gotta do a whole other episode about this because this is like a huge turning point. Oh God, I shouldn't this, have admitted this. <laughs> you should not have admitted that to me, of all people. 
Wow. Well, speaking of, uh, you know, formative things we watched when we were younger, when did you first see The yes. Addams Family? Yes. Me? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so it came out in what year? 93? 91? 91. I think 91. 91. Yeah. So I was eight years old when it came out. Um, so that means... I must have been around that age. I don't mm-hmm. think I saw it in theaters, but I I saw it pretty quickly after it came out. Yeah. Um, and I saw it multiple times. And I don't <laughs> even remember how or why or if it was on TV or what. But I, yeah, I was, I was young, young and impressionable for sure. And what was it about Raul that did it? <sighs> well, okay. It's really funny that they're this like morose family because his whole shtick is like jovial, being so jovial yes. and like merry. <laughs> like he's <laughs> so stoked to be alive. And like yeah. he's he's like very capable. He's very like seasoned. Um he is very mysterious. Um mm driven like there's this whole part of the movie where he's depressed and like turns into this like shitty like american yeah Uh, it's such a bummer yeah and it's like that's so interesting it's so funny to see them take him to the opposite because then it makes you appreciate him that much more that Mm. he's just like attractive and happy oh god (laughs) it's very uh superman 2 where superman loses his powers and it's just like oh he's just a fucking regular sad empty man oh absolutely give him his powers back please yeah gross (laughs) and it's like yeah you want to see a man capable a capable man and then to see him worship his wife in Mm. that way was amazing and he also appreciates the beauty of other women and i Mm. i I realized this in both the first and second one that he has no problem like commenting on other people being beautiful, but yeah. Morticia does not bat an eye. She's so secure in their relationship. Isn't that great? That she's just, mm. Like she, yeah. Like when they see the twins, um, <laughs> like that he used to date. He's like, oh, you're still so beautiful. And she's like, oh, I could never compete with you two. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like so impressed that they're just like the most secure couple I've ever seen. I think mm. that's so important. And, and yes. like that's He's very secure. He's mm-hmm. very himself. He's very like whoever Gomez was born to be yes. stayed that way. He's genuine. He's um what is it? There's nothing there's like another word for genuine that I'm trying to think. Earnest. He's very mm-hmm. earnest. Mm-hmm. Which I find all of those things very sexy now. Like I think it's like getting older. Um, like that, like coolness doesn't cut it anymore. Coolness does not. Oh my god, coolness is in fact like kind of a red flag. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, ooh, you don't have your priorities straight. Like, Mm. you don't know who you are. Um, so you know, unless you're like one of those effortlessly, effortlessly cool people that's not trying. But like, (laughs) it's it's really cool how he's just like so 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 himself. Yeah, that's the hottest part, honestly. Well, it's funny you uh, refer to his uh, period in the movie of being a a shitty American because, I mean, definitely, like, he's playing this kind of stereotype of, like, the Latin lover in some ways, but he plays it, like, with such, like you said, earnestness and, like, richness and, like, this lust for life that, like, it takes, I guess, what could be, like, a stereotypical part, but he just makes it so alive. Right, because it's part of his history. You can Mm. tell that there's, like, a backstory to all of, to everything that he does Mm. and, like, I yeah it's crazy it's 
he really like imbued that character with so much. Mm-hmm. I'm blown away because it's a silly character, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he just like knocked it out of the park with so much passion. Yeah. And just like the sort of like bigness of the performance and his charisma. Like, you know, I, I was telling you guys before we got on that I had just watched the American Masters special about him and that, yeah, that was kind of like his signature in like the New York theater world for, you know, the beginning part of his career. Like, I mean, he first kind of broke big in this public theater production of Taming of the Shrew. Um, but yeah, but people were just like so mesmerized by like his intensity and like his charisma right. there, yeah. you know, it's, he's like, in my notes, I took, I like in all of the people we've talked about, I don't feel like I've watched someone be more alive on screen. Oh, no. um, I know, I know. And I remember when he died too, <gasps> like, and that was all, that was, you know, it's especially heartbreaking when you see someone die that you, you're just like, but he was he was so alive he was so fucking alive um and so like vibrant Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you mentioned like as you you know have gotten older that like your uh attraction to coolness has has waned so how has your relationship like with raul julia and like with his character in this movie changed over time obviously you're not going to be feeling the same Mm. way when you're like an eight-year-old seeing it as you as like an adult woman but (laughs) yeah well i guess it's just more specific now because Mm. i understand him his character and the situation that he's in in that movie so much better now like as a kid it was sort of like "Ooh, what is it about him and it's like <laughs> well it's obviously because <laughs> you know like he's that. attractive he's uh you know i'm not normally attracted to like a cigar smoking person but just the fact that it's like part of his whole thing is to just mm. have like a brandy snifter and a cigar yeah. and like yeah it's so funny like a mustache like that even isn't <sighs> that like not a lot of people normally can pull it what off. I did. Oh. yeah but if you can like, do it man Oof. yeah and there's something also about seeing a beautiful woman being so into someone it makes mm. you into them too it's yeah. it's like such a dumb thing that happens where like <clears throat> I feel like I've seen this on shows before where it's like if you can get the like hot cool popular girl to like you then everybody will like you right i think do you know what i mean like people yeah. see that and then they follow it like lemmings like mm-hmm. that's happened in real life to me so many times where i'm like oh she's dating him okay he's right. like worth the damn <laughs> oh my god i'm guessing uh you've seen uh, quite a lot of that in the comedy world <laughs> yeah i mean that's yeah that's that's what it is for sure yeah that's true that's true um so yeah it's like Angelica Houston, like when you asked for a list of like not quite obvious sex symbols, I all the women that came to mind because I'm bisexual, but like all the women that came to mind were so fucking obvious. Like Morticia <laughs> is too obvious because yeah. she's so fucking glamorous and hot, oh, but he's like goofy goofball dum dum mm, yes. like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's something sexy about it because he's so embodied within himself like mm. if you would ask little 8-year-old Kelly to to say what's so cool about him or I don't know if I would have a word for how I felt about him <laughs> it's cool that he does backflips <laughs> yes yeah, backflip that was cool oh. Um, oh my god yeah, like he has a hand that like does his bidding, <laughs> a disembodied hand. Uh, the dream. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Have Very specific dream. Acting you, oh boy, oh boy. It's like at that point you're like, it's like 
does the hand have a soul? Like, is there <laughs> consent involved here? Or, like, are you using him or something? Mm. Oh, God. They probably yeah, went soul to college trapped together or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, now I have, like, this very, like, full, like, reasoning for why he's sexy. Yeah. I mean, like, if we're getting down to the the, the minimum, like, the, the very simple reason for why he's so sexy is just seeing him be horny and like <laughs> lustful and yeah. like so overtaken mm. with wanting someone in front of everyone just started like literally just fuck. kissing all of her fingers PDA. like her whole arm <laughs> yes <laughs> yes all the fingers each for each finger like yeah I love <laughs> like all the way up the top of her yes, arm and then all the way up the arm yes and oh. it's just like yeah. Uh, and not to get too sort of like binary about gender but i mean he is i think part of what makes him so exciting is that he feels very masculine but not in like a toxic way um that it's this kind of refined like gentle masculinity um and that he loves women like it's so So respectful of women (laughs) for being like an old-fashioned creepy man like (laughs) with that mustache come on (laughs) when i was very little and uh, assigned uh, my gender and roles. Um, mm-hmm. There were a lot of things that were like uncomfortable to me that I did not like. Um, yeah. But one of the, uh, I guess, archetypes or types of men that you could be that I really liked was uh, this, the idea of fucking Gomez Adams, who yeah. you know, <laughs> provides for his family and loves yeah. his fucking wife and kisses her entire fucking arm. Yeah. Um, and it's just oof, such a fucking stand uh, for, <laughs> for for his partner. Um, oh God! It, I it, relate to that. It, I I really relate to that because I I too <laughs> was assigned a gender. Um, yeah. And but like I I I see myself like wanting to be him too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just being able to like take control and like yeah. yeah, just like treat someone like a like a flower that you want to like worship and then devour or something. Mm. You know? When oh I God, was yes. like a child, <laughs> I used to call this the the concept of just I don't know why this is a child's thought. Um but I, I used to call it a fancy man. Um <laughs> and I would tell That's my dad all the time cool. like I want to be a fancy man when I grow up. That's so um, cute. Yeah, it's adorable. My son said that. I'd be like, "Let's get started now. What suit do you want?" Like, going oh my gosh! Well, so you are a relatively new mom. I mean, when you like see oh my figures God, like this, um, you. yeah, are you already thinking about kind of like the standards of masculinity that you'll you know set as your kids growing yeah. up? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because so I have a son that's four and then I have a new baby that's a girl that's three, four months. Um, Yeah, very new baby. Um, (laughs) So I guess for me, I'm like, I get a little obsessed with like if I hear him saying so I'm I'm trying to like just leave leave him be, you know, (laughs) but also shoehorn in a few things and Mm -hmm. be like you can wear florals okay (laughs) it's fine like I was really tempted to put him in dresses as a baby just to be like fuck it you know um but I didn't because whatever it's socially unacceptable I don't know um but like now like just the other day he said something like you know I want to I want to wear a boy color and I was like what are boy Mm. colors what are boy colors colors like green and 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 blue and and yellow I was like "Mm, right there (laughs) 
No. Because my favorite colors are blue and yellow. So what what am I supposed to do with that? Like, aren't I, I'm supposed to be a girl, right? And he Mm. was like, well, and he's just like, his whole thing is breaking down. But he knows, he knows what he's talking about because he's seen it. Yeah. Reinforce it all the time that blue is boy, green is boy. Um, Oh, yeah. So it's just... I guess basically, yeah, I'm just trying to like infuse him with as much sensitivity and in mu- as much openness as possible hmm. to see like what his brand of masculinity is yeah. if he has one, you know, because yeah. we don't know yet. He's he's an, a non-sexual expressing yes. being now. He's just hmm. a four year old. <laughs> yeah. And, but yeah. But yeah, like you said, those things like get embedded so, so young. I mean, I remember seeing this movie as a kid and like so much of my ideas about like femininity were based on Morticia. <laughs> like, yes. This idea absolutely. of like what the kind of woman I wanted to be. <laughs> right. And even to this day. Yeah. Just the thinness, like the thinness is just to this day. Mm-hmm. just just can't they just can't stop reinforcing like i they've they've like loosened the reins a little bit they'll do mm-hmm. some like inclusive casting of different body types but it's mostly very thin women yeah very very thin so that's still hard for me because i i'll yeah. i'll never be a very thin woman you know it's, well you know sad. if you wear a metal corset yeah. <laughs> yeah. tape your eyelids you can never lay down <laughs> you can never, never sit. sit yeah never sit i can't imagine like Yo, props to Angelica, because like, yeah, seriously. she's got to play horny, like, and so like, I, I, I'm so comfortable. I'm mm-hmm. so fucking comfortable in my house with my oh, yeah. beautiful so husband, like, in my like. She's never getting the vapors. She's never fainting. No, out like those other corset bitches. Like, <laughs> she's cool as a cucumber always. Yeah, even when the life is being choked out of her body. Uh. Right. Oh my god, and she's been such an interesting actress to see aged. Because I mean, she really yes. has like embraced being older and like not. Yes. I mean, I you know we love... got to see what that looks like. Yes. You know? Yeah. We get to see what it looks like when a beautiful woman gets older. You know, mm-hmm. we get to see a different a different version of her beauty not like yeah, yeah. some people and we all know who we're talking about <laughs> oh god <laughs> i mean listen i i love helen mirren but i will never get over the cultural moment when everyone is suddenly like oh old bitches are hot too it's like now we have oh. to be hot when we're in our 60s like, yeah Stupid. can't we just stop <laughs> can't we just stop caring at one at yeah, some point can we relax ever <laughs> yeah god then again i don't know if i'll ever stop caring at this point like i think i turned yeah. a corner i was talking about this with tally where at a certain point in my youth, I tried to start desexualizing myself because mm. the pressure was too, too hard. Yeah. You know, it was too scary to be like sexualized. And then, you know, I turned to comedy. I was like, <laughs> I'll be a comedy person. That way, no one will want to have sex with me. <laughs> um, which now it's acceptable to be sexy and and funny. yeah. But, uh, but wow. <laughs> But yeah, it was like, I'll just do that. And then that way I'll take myself out of the game, whatever. I won't have to worry about it. And now that I'm older, I'm like, no, 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 no. No, I'm that's not how it works. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to be in the sexy game too. Yeah. And I mean, I think that that's one of the exciting things about like Roll Julie's character in this movie for me is that like, they are parents, they are supposed to be like middle-aged, but it, you know, they're not, and obviously they're both, you know, beautiful looking people. But this idea that like your sexuality can be like as ferocious as it ever was, if not more yes. so, you know, when yeah. you're a dad and you're a mom. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I absolutely love uh 
si- like silly a silly silly sexiness or <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> sexy silly. Say that six times. Sexy silliness. Sexy silliness. Sexy silliness. Silence. Silly silliness. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's great. I love that. It's funny how much they are all over each other. Yeah. yeah. That's, so, that's great too. Well, as like a comedy person yourself, were you always like attracted to the goofy, funny type or, you know, did yeah. you used, like a more brooding sexuality? <laughs> I I definitely have had those crushes, too. I I do have a crush on everyone. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's quite a big it's a big it's a big uh, pool. But <laughs> I, I think two of the early suggestions I sent to you or three, actually were michael keaton um who is hilarious and like disgusting in beetlejuice and like (laughs) so different in his role in batman which was like big for me as a kid tim burton tried not to make it sexy but michael (laughs) keaton you can't take it away from also like oh kim basinger oh my god oh yeah so batman returns we can't even we shouldn't even we can't even deal with michelle fight oh my god pass out (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. and tim burton's like i don't know what you're doing over there michelle but it's yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) i'm so confused but great i don't know what this is yes um but okay what was oh yeah yeah okay so steve martin was the other mm-hmm. one that, i think my first sex dream of my life was about steve martin I, literally, I, was like, <laughs> I, think I was like seven years old yes isn't it so creepy to be having a sex dream about a man who was in his 40s maybe a white-haired middle-aged i think he's always been middle-aged yes always i think la story was like the movie that i saw that i was like in love with him and then even just father of the bride where he plays like a flustered dad i was still like oh you can do no wrong oh my god so many daddies on this list i know oops um and christopher guest was another one like he has like he is so such a hot guy like yes he just plays so many goofballs but his his role in princess bride especially is like sexy he's just like evil and and calm and like calculating in a sexy way and has six fingers so (laughs) (laughs) and he knows how to use them yes (laughs) i love the idea of like a little kid watching the princess bride and being like that's the hot guy not (laughs) leslie (laughs) absolutely oh my god princess buttercup though holy shit jesus robin wright is so fine in that movie oh my god God. beautiful oh my god i wanted to just cry i wanted like I wanted to be her and be uh, involved with her at the same time. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. I feel like this is like a very common bisexual experience uh, because, I mean, I certainly had the same thing growing up of like seeing so many women in movies where I was like, I'm not sure if it's that that's the kind of woman I want to be or the kind of woman I want to be with. (laughs) Absolutely. And it was double confusing because it was all directed by men. So it was like, (laughs) we're seeing male gaze. So it's like, Okay, I know I like that, but it's not the way I like it. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. Like it's mm-hmm. it's an, it's it's interesting. It's a crude to think sketch. Of, like, it's not the yes. full portrait. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not the full portrait. I want to see more of her personality. Can you please give her some more lines? Yeah, that are, like, let her improvise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And not about the man she's with. That'd be great. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I think back to—I don't even know where, like, what movies I was watching where I got some of these ideas that I had when I was younger. Like, I used to always imagine myself when I was like six years old, seven years old, as like a lady spy in a leather jumpsuit. Oh my god! That's all I wanted to be. (laughs) 
up. That's like, amazing. That's well, so- a little a little bit Catwoman, maybe. Yeah. There's a little like, bit. Yeah. There's Catwoman in there somewhere. Because I, I would pretend to be Catwoman for sure. Oh, yeah. In that, like, yeah. Some whip play in the bedroom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I That's feel incredible. I feel like somewhere between Morpheus, Tarzan, and Batman was, like, the person that I wanted to be as an adult. And Oh, my God. Tarzan. Tarzan. I don't know. I love I, I, I don't know why. Um, Tarzan is like, I'm thinking of Brendan Fraser. Tarzan. George, well, so George of the Jungle was definitely formative and definitely one of those oh, moments. That's George of the Jungle, but Sorry, that okay. that counts. It counts as the general yeah, idea. Same difference. It, it's it the same as, character. It okay. also that movie specifically, George of the Jungle, yeah. was the one where I was like, man, <laughs> I am yeah. very attracted to this man. I also want to be. As like I want to be the vibe of this yeah. man. Um, <laughs> yeah, I want you to say more, but yes. I also want to just interject and be like, what is attractive about that? There's something about again, I'm dumb. Dumb is coming up. Uh, <laughs> himbo, like he doesn't. Yeah, more just like naive, naive, pure. Yes. Oof, okay, like I loved yes. that movie. Um, meet joe black because yes. it stars brad pitt as like the devil or death, death or yeah, yeah. He's experiencing being a human and there's a sex scene where claire forlani's like guiding him through this experience because he's like i don't know what to do yes and like trying to take his shirt off but the like button is stuck and he can't get it over his hand and oh it's so cute it's, it's like adorable so george of the yes that's that Oh God! Yeah. So, so the, that's how I would imagine having sex with those two. The, like, yeah. the flip side of that for me was like, I really like in the general idea of Tarzan or George of the Jungle or whatever you want to call it. Um, the guy is kind of uh, the object, um, uh, or is, yeah. is, and this idea of um, I don't know. Now, now we're gonna go to a therapy session for me. Of uh, I love it. Just. <laughs> <laughs> self like objectifying yourself i don't know mm. um yes through... being the object of desire is so rare for men like they yeah. don't get to be the center of attention and it's like something like growing up as a you know a young queer mask person um like that was something i didn't really have the language for um mm. and is complicated by the fact that uh you know black people are often objectifies objectified in a very negative way um absolutely in a specific way in a specific way and so yeah yeah uh but that's where all the batman and uh morpheus stuff balances all that other shit out so (laughs) exactly yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh that's so great i really wish i that your tarzan was those like old 30s shorts (laughs) oh no definitely not (laughs) like you know what that's what i really connect with the the whitest of the white tarzans um (laughs) no as an an adult if i get to direct anything big i hope i get to do a fucking tarzan movie um where it's just uh me screaming at this guy um (laughs) you're not supposed to be there (laughs) in the congo Uh, disgusting leave them alone leave everyone alone man Uh, Uh, well so do you remember what your very first movie crush was kelly um i'm trying to remember i want to reveal what my husband's was because it's very funny please do yes (laughs) 
<laughs> it's made Marion from the cartoon yep. Robin Hood. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Accurate. Classic choice. Correct. Classic correct choice. choice. <laughs> it is the correct choice. It's the first correct choice we've had for Everyone yes. is Hot. Bing, 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 bing. Ding, ding. This is our no final. notes. This is our season finale. <laughs> we figured it out. We're ending the show now. Yo, uh, sexy okay. cartoon animals. My God. Ugh. Yes, love this domain. She's she's motherly. She's sensual. Mm. She's sexy. She's like prote- she's also innocent. It's all it's literally all there. a fox. Yeah. Yes, a fox. Absolutely, <laughs> a literal fox. fox animal covered in fur. Mm. You know. <laughs> Look, honestly, I, I don't know if I'm like not a furry. I like I don't know. <laughs> I know. I don't I, know if I'm not a furry. Yes, makes exactly. you wonder. <laughs> Um, okay, so for me though, so that's my husband. I love, love that about him. Um, but for me, I've got I mean, the labyrinth is huge for me yes. and there's there's like two fuckable people in it, even though of course uh Jennifer Connolly was fifteen yeah. or ah. something when that came out. Maybe it was filmed when she was fourteen. I can't remember. She's yeah. very young. But when you're a little kid, you're eight years old as a like, child. It's fine. This is I'm obsessed with other children. You are, like, you, know. you are absolutely okay. This is something that has come up on the podcast before. Same yes. with my podcast. Yes. It's constantly feeling like a pedophile because of feelings you had as a child. I used, you know to, what I mean? I used to be really into Wednesday Adams as a child. As, as a, a child. Youth, yes. As... I was obsessed with Christina Ricci too. And... Oh my God. And now and then when yes. she's like tying her boobs down there was something oh my god uh, see this and feels weird to talk about she, at the time i was like oh that's so hot at the <laughs> time and uh does she play who does she play the young version of is she uh rosie o'donnell in that one yes rosie o'donnell, Bing! Rosie o'donnell. Woo! we is love rosie, rosie o'donnell, o'donnell your your stealth sex oh she's, object? she's not my stealth sex symbol um <laughs> she's very obviously a very hot woman right. um uh <laughs> She has been for I a long been time. Obsessed with Anne Rice lately because of the new interview with the Vampire Show. Nice. I gotta, which, I gotta. if we're talking, oh my god, you have to. Oh my god, just watch it immediately. <laughs> okay. It's so fucking hot. It's gay sex. Good, and it's supposed to be fuck, exactly. It's supposed to be. Yes. There's so a lot Scott of shit. Scott and Louis are finally fucking. It's amazing. God. Okay. So Anne Rice, I've been obsessed lately and she she wrote a few she wrote several eroticas under different pen names yes. but one of yes. them was exit to eden which they made like a silly hollywood movie out of starring rosie o'donnell and i think she is in leather bondage gear at some point during <gasps> what? the movie so i just wanted to point you in that direction thank you for <laughs> well, that michael i guess we know what we're going to be covering soon <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that sounds amazing. God. Yes. And I think she remains like a comedic character in the movie, but there's mm-hmm. other like sexier parts of it. So it's based off of like a very genuine erotica that then they turned into like a silly Hollywood <laughs> like <Love> bloody <laughs> comedy. <laughs> That's oh amazing. God. Oh my yeah. God. So we're getting like an interesting macabre through line with you. Like, oh my yes. gosh. I realized I that. <laughs> yes. I realized that my big obsessions. Okay. Labyrinth. Rocky Horror Picture Show, Tim Curry. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Hannibal, as an adult, I got obsessed with Hannibal, Love the it. Mads Mikkelsen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, He's beautiful on that show. Vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, I'm just like obsessed with Jacob Anderson and Sam Reed, who play Lestat and, and Louis. You have to okay. look up. Jacob Anderson was Grey Worm in Game of Thrones. Oh. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and so yeah whatever no oh said God. um so yeah there is definitely a macabre 
through line. I was really obsessed with, um, as a very young girl, uh, Buffy with the Vampire, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, with like the movie, the movie version, Luke Perry. Oh yeah, really? Hilarious. But the movie was Luke Perry and Christy Swanson, guys. Christy Swanson being put in this situation where she's like the one you know <laughs> and like all the vampires are after her and there's oh this, God. like it's so sexy like the, oh. i just had endless fantasies about being like in that Ooh. position you know <laughs> now i have not seen this movie but donald sutherland is in it correct i believe mm-hmm. so okay. in buffy the vampire slayer i think so it's one of the sutherlands we are we are big Sutherland fans on yeah. this pod. Okay. <laughs> oh yes, Donald Sutherland plays her like protector. Oh, he's like Giles. Oh my god. Yes. Ooh. I have to look it up because there's another there's another there's like a scary vampire who <laughs> actually is who Anne Rice wanted to play Lestat. Rutger Hauer is who she. Yes, Rutger Hauer. We love Rutger Hauer. We love him. Fucking yeah. <laughs> And he's in it, and also Paul Rubens is like a sexy, goofy oh vampire. No in fucking it. way, Paul Rubens. Yes, yes. Oh Donald Sutherland God. is Christy Swanson's caretaker, uh, and that you know, every she's just surrounded by older men that are like, you know, wow. <laughs> Oh my god! I cannot wait to watch this now. <laughs> we have so many things yeah. to follow up on in our in our minisodes, Shelley. Um, Seriously, <laughs> exciting. That's oh exciting. my god! Yeah, I'm kind of a never-ending <laughs> list. <laughs> over That's here. amazing. So it sounds like a lot of your crushes came from these like early kind of formative years. Did you find that the kinds of people that you were into like changed when you entered entered your teen years and started like forming your yeah. sexuality more? Yeah. Um, because then I started like getting into like the Jason Schwartzman's, the the Ben Stiller's, um, (laughs) my husband (laughs) looks a lot like Jerry Seinfeld. Uh (laughs) That's awesome. Sort of like smaller stature men. Um, definitely a lot of Jewish guys I fell for. (laughs) Um, and then, oh God, my, my taste in women just like, it's so stupid my taste in women is just like beautiful (laughs) just can't fault you on that (laughs) call me crazy but i'm kind of i'm kind of weird this way yeah but then of course my definition of beautiful is is kind of all over the map so yes so yeah but but by by high school i definitely was like zeroing in on like funny funny guys a lot of them jewish like i was really into the state and, and oh Stella. my god love them. And love them in my early 20s was like pretty obsessed with david wayne um, yes <laughs> like i picked him out of everybody to be obsessed with i swear to god in that um like reboot of wet hot with him in that curly with the wig. wig yo yes. when he played oh, oh god <laughs> it was pretty good i was yeah. like oh my goodness mr wayne god. <laughs> yes yeah very sexy oh that's great yeah things sort of changed but i definitely have always still like gravitated towards yeah macabre i guess i didn't didn't really pinpoint that until now yeah and there is like it sounds like a lot of overlap between these like early crushes and then the guys you would become interested in later and i feel like raul julia sits at like the nice sort of intersection of those it's like yes small handsome funny yes (laughs) yes yeah he does appear small but probably because he's standing next to 
Angelica Houston. <laughs> I don't know his actual height, but yes, he is like sort of small in stature. Yeah, I think he was like kind of a cute. shorter guy. Like, you know, one of those like compact little yeah. movers. I think oh, that's... He's tall. He's According tall? to Google, he's 6'2". No fucking no way. Fucking a way. tall Gomez? What? That's unbelievable. Morticia? I guess she's just that tall. Wow. And she was in heels or something. Wow. I'm glad. That's so funny. I always thought of him as a short guy. I'm like having a vision of the producers or costume people being like, look, Morticia <laughs> has to be taller. People are going to call bullshit on this movie and it's going to yes. make no money. <laughs> It's gonna make dick dollars <laughs> unless if, we put her on stilts. On the... <laughs> We've covered a lot of different movies uh, so far, but if you were to recommend a movie to somebody who liked this one, or if you were to program a double feature, what movie would you pair with the Adams Family? Um, other than the Adams Family too. <laughs> yes, I think, I think maybe you can pick that one. I think that's fair. <laughs> I mean, that's what I watched both of them yesterday to kind of see oh, yeah. if they like kept it going in the second one, which they absolutely do. Yeah. And and the like love interest, because, you know, Wednesday's a little older. She's like pubescent at that point, And she has like a crush at camp. Oh, David Crumbles. Do I yes, have a huge crush he, on? Oh, yes. <laughs> he's not. adorable in this movie. And he he very much like is like, wow, your parents. He, his line is, your parents are so involved with each other. <laughs> <laughs> and he can see that he's like very like wow I want to be a lover like that and at the That's end so he's funny. dressed just like Gomez like he yes. has the mustache he's like oh my god emulating this, yes. this her dad <laughs> which is creepy but <laughs> he's like you're leading a very good example yes. um Learn from let the me best. see if I can think of a different another one I would probably pair it with Beetlejuice. That's a oh, great just to one. keep like the creepy vibes going great. in the early nineties, early nineties vibes going. Yes. Mm. Oh, I love it. Perfect. Yeah. And then you have another sexy guy to look at, which is like disgusting. <laughs> yes, pervert. a dirty, sexy man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, Alec Baldwin. You know, whatever. Yeah. He's, Who gives a shit? He, he kind of plays an idiot, but yeah, not a good kind of idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Too boring. Yeah. Gina Davis, nice to look at, but you've got like. Mm. You've got um, what the fuck is his name? Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, his hair is also hot in that movie. Her (laughs) hair in that movie. Yeah. It's so good. Michael, did you have any thoughts? Uh, Initially, I was gonna go with Men in Black. It's another uh, Mm -hmm. Barry Sonnenfeld movie. Oh, that director. Yeah. And it's got uh, my boy, it's Tommy Lee Jones, who I think is uh, a very, very sexy Southern man. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But absolutely. But to keep the kind of vibes based on our conversation, I would probably pair this with <laughs> Edward Scissorhands because that's <laughs> another movie. That's a good one. Where I've kind that's of, good. I, I, you know, kind of piece of shit. Edward Scissorhands, the <laughs> character. Um, I don't know what it is that I find sexy about the the outcast uh, oh. monster shit. Vulnerable. Yeah. But oh, I guess that's what it is. And yes. the fact that Winona Ryder, she like loves the guy. And I don't know, I listen <laughs> to the soundtrack on a regular. Like 
that and so emotional. Fuck, this is why yeah. I like Beauty and the Beast so much. This is why I like Frankenstein. Fuck. Uh, all right. <laughs> it's all coming together. It's all coming together. <laughs> Which is why you're gonna love the fucking vampire show. It's I like got it. It all it all comes together. Do they? Yeah, I was just like Bram Bram Stoker's Dracula might be a good pairing for you, <gasps> yeah. even though that that movie's like not fucking around with the like it's that movie's terrifying. Rules. So oh my god. So just to scary, but it's got sexy Gary Oldman. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Um, out of breath over here <laughs> just to backtrack to interview with a vampire the reboot series does the show explore the shame that i assume a vampire would have for doing something so disgusting like sucking somebody blood well absolutely i mean as you'll see louis is not suited for that mm. life Ooh. uh that's a struggle that he always has love it um he's you see this like sort of almost post-coital look on his face yes, like oh did very... i just do that almost like if you're looking at like if you just like came all over yes. yourself or something yes. and you're looking at your your ejaculant for the first time in your life you're just like no what have i done he looks at like his first kill i think oh. in that way um and yeah there's shame as but... a catholic i gotta watch oh there's plenty of imagery for the catholics you're gonna love it yes there's a really good church scene in the first episode you'll know what i'm talking about um but it's it's interesting i hear a lot of people say they're grossed out by sucking blood Mm. uh i don't know why that i i'm not phased by it at all like i find it very sexy and mm. delicious to watch i will rephrase because gross because in real life you sucking blood that's not the gross part the gross part is killing people how how mean yes. taking people's blood so mean well listen the entire vampire chronicles which i've become yes. really obsessed with and have been reading all of them it's all about that shit like yeah. everyone's conflicted Ugh. everyone uh, all of them are I love like conflict. even though it's the best experience ever like they ex- ex- it's like it's like sex. it's their sex yeah. basically yeah. but it's it's they're all feeling you know they look at the dead body and they're like fuck <laughs> so there's like yeah there is this like how do i do this how do i be what i am how do i embrace Mm. what i am which is a line that lestat screams at louis embrace what you are you're a killer (laughs) oh it's dramatic oh Oh my god it's so dramatic there's so much there's so many like funny lines that are just like you guys like the camp it's really good it's really really well done Oh, Michael, you're gonna have the best Catholic time. Uh, can't <laughs> wait. Pay for AMC Plus; it's worth it. You can oh. binge it on the free month. Like you know, just go for it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. What about you, Shelley? So uh, mine is like a little bit of a curveball, um, but I would pair this with the movie Nine, the musical. Yes, um, it's a bad movie it's a very bad movie oh, no. but raul julia was in the original broadway production of nine looking fine as fuck yeah looking so hot and so i think that everyone should watch nine to know just how much we missed out by not having him in the movie instead having cold fish daniel day lewis he cannot play italian bullshit <laughs> oh, oh that is a God. cold british man <laughs> so lame oh, so God. bad so yeah i would recommend everyone watch that bad movie but Perfect. pirate it. Don't give Rob Marshall your money. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's bad at directing. <laughs> now, Michael, I think that you do have a little game for us, do you not? That I do, and we will see how it goes. Um, okay. I right. actually have a meeting with a psychic right now, but I'm going to have uh, my friend. Uh, he's a close friend of mine. 
His name mm. is Bobby Tom James, and he's mm. uh, fantastic. Um, I'm just going to go and get him. I'm going to go walk away. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I wish we could go to the psychic. I know. Oh, I'm so curious what's happening. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi hello. Who am Hi. I talking to? Who are you? Hi, I'm I'm Shelly, and I'm here with my friend Kelly. Hello, Shelly and Kelly. Oh, I love I love a pair of names that rhyme. Um, I don't know if Michael told you he's going to go play with his little toys, but um, mm. I am Bobby Tom but James. All psychics, okay. Uh, yes. Oh my God. Oh, he's talking to a psychic. Yes, oh. that's what we were told. Oh, that's what. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's got a lot of toys strewn about his room. I thought he was going to go play with his little toys. What kind of toys? I don't know. <laughs> Tru uh, truthfully, I, I think he'd be embarrassed if I said anything about what there was. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, mm -hmm. my name is Bobby Tom James. I am mm -hmm. a fast-talking Southern lawyer. I make high six figures, and I love my wife. Mm. Um, and I'm a former champion that. of the game that we are going to play today called Who's Our Fancy Man? Okay, oh, I love it. Yeah, it sounds fancy. It is. Yeah. Um, it is uh, also. Let me just say, yeah. high six figures. Like that's awesome. High yeah. six figures. Good for you. It's really. And you love your wife. And I that's love great. my wife. You know, uh, rare, rare pairing. Uh, you know, you know. I tried not to let the money go to my head. You know, mm. people oh, let good. the money rule their lives, but you know, mm. you know, that's not what I'm about. I'm about justice, the truth, and again, mm. you know. Uh, just loving the hell out of my wife. Now, listen, I I'm from the South, and oh, I'm really? where, where are you from? I'm from Georgia. Where are you from? <laughs> oh, I'm from uh, Dog Turkey, Tennessee, mm. and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a weird name for a town. Um, it is. Dog Turkey, Dog Turkey, Tennessee. Yes, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it. I live by Hog Mountain, Georgia. Hog so Mountain, I Georgia. <laughs> I know a lot of good people from there. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. <laughs> And do the anyway, sorry I uh, to disrupt your game. It's okay. It's a it's a very <laughs> simple game. Uh, we're gonna have ourselves a little tournament uh, style mm -hmm. bracket uh, featuring mostly okay. uh, fellow fancy men who have either played Gomez or a spooky fancy character with equivalent uh, passion fanciness, a uh, certain mm -hmm. joie de vivre. Uh, if I yeah. Yeah, y'all know what that is, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, certainly. Yes. Please. So in this tournament, the world. I have included a, a number of fancy men, but uh, there are a few that I will just name, uh, which I have excluded because they were busy. Um, <laughs> so I'd just like to name them in honor of their contributions to fancy man culture. Mm -hmm. um, that's Billy D. Williams, uh, <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis, and uh, Phantom Thread. Uh, but not in nine. Not in nine. Definitely not. No, he is a one cold British man, if I do say so myself. I agree. Mm. Uh, mm. Who else? Kenneth Browner, as anyone. Mm. He's not a as cold anyone. British man. Uh, no. He's a warm British man. Uh, speaking of warm British men, Tim Curry will not be attending. Uh, mm. And uh, John <laughs> Waters. That's that's it. Mm. Ooh. Another great mustache. Absolutely. Very Gomez-like. Mm. Yes. Ooh. So this will be a pretty quick game. We have uh, four rounds with a number of games where you have 15 to 20 seconds to choose a better fancy man. Are we ready? All right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So for round one, game one, we have Luis Guzman, the Gen Z Gomez, versus Fred Gwynn, Herman Munster, otherwise known as 
Pepsi Gomez. You know, he's not really a, a Gomez character, but he's Gomez-like. <laughs> Pepsi <laughs> Gomez. Uh, who are you picking? You have 15 seconds. Luis Guzman. Wow. Yeah, I agree. You agree? Yeah. Okay. I like Fred yeah. Wynn. I like him. He's a big, tall man. I like yes. him in Pet Cemetery. <laughs> so you're picking Luis? not doing it for us. So Luis Guzman, who are we going with? Yes. Yeah. All right. That yeah. was easy. Yes. All right, champion of game one. All right. All right. Now for game number two, we have Glenn Toronto. Uh, sorry, Glenn Toronto. Uh, so he was the Gomez of a '90s Canadian Fox Family series known as the New Adams Family, and he will be competing against Prince, single '80s wow. Gomez. Guys, this no is unfair. Come this on, is ridiculous. Is it not fair? We're obviously looking... Prince. Obviously Prince. Okay. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Pretty family man. And we are looking at pictures of these people. And I will say, poor Glenn Toronto uh, does have the fakest looking mustache I've seen in a while. It is not real. Yeah. It is it is glued on. <laughs> that is face. a stick on mustache. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll groove on right into game number three. Now, yes. we have uh, Tom Hanks with a mm. pencil mustache. So I'd like to consider him a definitively white Gomez. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, he's he's one of the crushes that you had, Kelly, right? Yes, he is. He was very sexy to me in Forrest Gump. Forrest which Gump. I think this gets into the territory, my dumb, dumb territory, which it's all, it's it seems like a little uh, fucked up. Yeah, oh. I was going to say, we're getting a kind of borderline yes. <laughs> Forrest Gump. Scary. Because the, the, the sex that Forrest Gump has is definitely non-consensual. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, he, she definitely, uh, yeah. it's like all we don't manipulative. Even have to go, yeah. <laughs> yes, you know what? She gets punished in the end. It's very true. She does get oh. killed off oh yeah yeah you know um my poor jenny my good friend michael poor stevens jenny. told me he mm. watched this movie 84 times the first time he saw it um, oh my god he was 10 years old oh. and i think it was um well we don't have to get into that um i watched it a bunch too oh. like oh, yeah. i yes i i just find him adorable i i'm trying to think of like a safer oh oh okay um <laughs> Uh, Joe versus the volcano was another movie go. that I was obsessed with that he was adorable in. So, okay. Oh, We're young safe. Tom. We're in safe, in safe territory. Okay. All right. So we have a nice, uh, plump, young uh, Tom Hanks in Joe versus the volcano versus uh, yeah. John Aston, the original Coca Cola uh, Gomez. Mm-hmm. Who's your fancy man? Okay. Hanks, baby. Yeah, I'm going Hanks. Whoa. I feel bad betraying <laughs> the OG. But I honestly have not seen the original Adams Family show, Ooh. but he just doesn't strike me as particularly seductive. Okay. My friend Michael Uh-oh. Stevens has watched Disagrees. a lot of this show. Man, and you just got to look at this manly eye and look at his eyeliner and his, the, way he's like... the way he chomps down on a cigar. I, I do uh-huh. like the eyeliner. The eyeliner is a nice touch. All right. It is. Well, John Aston, uh, g- goodbye with your 92-year-old oh. self. <laughs> Sorry, uh, sir. He had a good long life. He, <laughs> well, he's alive. still alive. Uh, I was going to say, they get killed if they lose, right? No, no, no. We let them live. Like I, <laughs> I brought back a lot of people. I'm just going to let them roam. Oh, okay. Um, oh, the next game, the next one is going to be really hard for me. So we got Raul oh, Julia. Oh. 
our millennial Gomez uh, voices, uh, Michael Keaton, who never played a Gomez, uh, but I guess, you know, <laughs> Batman is kind of a bat Fancy Man. Bat fan. Gomez. Yeah, we got mm-hmm. Bat Gomez up in here. Okay, so the name of the game is Fancy Man. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. actually is, this will be easier than I thought because if we're talking Fancy Man, if we're talking Gomez, obviously Raul Julia has the goods, Woo! right? I have to agree. I have to agree. I don't think of Keaton as a Fancy Man. He's a sexy no. man. He's a sexy man. man. He's a bit of a goofball. Mm. He works at Bed Bath and Beyond in the in the movie uh, <laughs> The Other Guys, which I highly recommend. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah. All no, right. Sorry. So Agreed. not fancy enough. So we have <laughs> our champions of the first round. These next ones will be fairly quick. Uh, okay. Now our champions are going to be competing against God level fancy man. So. Uh, <laughs> May God have mercy on uh, these motherfucking souls. Uh, <laughs> we have the champion of game one, Luis Guzman versus Jafar, who's not a Gomez, but voices. he has been mentioned. Oh, man. So apparently Jafar is one of the people I listed as someone that I would talk about on the show, mm-hmm. which I don't remember saying at all. And I think it's like, depending on what day you talk to me, <laughs> I find Jafar fuckable. <laughs> I agree. And you know, when we first talked about this, you were pregnant. There was a lot of hormonal stuff going on. Oh, I'm sure. God. Who knows so, what's going on. yeah. <laughs> but listen, I could get on board with Jafar. Mm. So Jafar yeah. versus Louis. Okay. Yes, and he is extremely fancy. He is we... very fancy. Yeah, oh, fancier fanciest. than Louis. Sultan. All right. Or, or... Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Louise. Yeah. All right. He had Louise. a good run. <laughs> Sorry, bud. So for game two, we have our champion of the first round. Prince, uh, one name. Oh, okay. Voices, uh, Oscar Isaac, who played Cartoon Gomez in the reboot. Mm, um, did he? Yeah, it, you, it was a forgettable film. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm. I didn't. So see that. Prince versus Cartoon Oscar Isaac. Shit. Mm. There's no picture, but I, 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 there's no picture of him in that movie. But I did include a picture of him yeah, with the. Don't use the cartoon. Yeah, we, that looking Oscar very nice. Super, super sexy. He is, but I mean, it is Prince. It's Prince, right? who again just really takes the cake as far as yeah. Fancy Man goes. Yeah. I mean, he is sex, right? He is sex. <laughs> he is. He is sex. <laughs> <laughs> he is sex incarnate no matter how religious he tried to be um you know sorry yeah i think that oscar has got to take the l on this one mm. yeah mm. it's prince bye yeah, oscar bye oscar wow. i never thought i would be saying this but no it's breaking my heart Oof. yeah all right for game number three we have our champion uh tom hanks with a pencil mustache voices mm-hmm. uh Nathan Lane, the Broadway Gomez, mm. who is a fancier I man. No, I mean, fancier man will have to go with Nathan Lane. I think, um, obviously. Come on. As far as sex appeal, which I know isn't technically part of this game, I, I don't have any, I don't, I'm not attracted to Nathan Lane. <laughs> no, wait, I am. Wait, didn't Tally talk about uh, yes. Timon? Yes. Yes. Who yes. is Nathan Lane? <laughs> yep. Former oh guest of the God. show, Tally Medell, came on and talked yes. about Timon in The Lion so King. That is so funny. Yeah. So <laughs> she has a Nathan Lane thing. That's so funny. I get it. Listen. When I watched, yeah. 
uh what was it the the movie that he and robin williams were in birdcage Bird. Cage. Yes, yes bird cage if i was to pick one of the two i think i would be a robin williams fan i was Fair definitely mm, those big old yeah. pants he wears are beautiful <laughs> <laughs> he does wear some seriously big pants but if it yes. were the producers would you choose him or matthew broderick uh, <clears throat> maybe him I think so. I mean, I pick, yes. I would pick him. I'm not. A, we're not going to talk about Matthew Broderick, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Matthew Broderick entered into a field of yuck to me at yeah, some point. Yeah. I feel yeah. bad. <laughs> I feel bad. For uh, Bye, Matthew. Okay, so Nathan won. So Nathan Nathan we have one more game in this round, and then it's and then it's over, uh, almost <laughs> over. Uh, we have uh, uh, Raúl Julia versus uh, David Bowie. Uh, you think of Guys. him in his thin white Duke era as a fancy man. This is, this is. I'm gonna have to say David Bowie. No way! Terrible. Wow. I feel terrible because I came on this show to talk about Raul. Shelly, you can you can complicate wow. this or make it or lock in, lock in the wind. Please, please just Let's, speak. Listen, I you know, you are the guest, and as such, I will defer to you. But I will say. This is really you would have really breaking my heart. I think I would have picked Raul. Wait, you could still oh, pick. This complicates it. I will break the tie. Yes, you can break the tie. <laughs> break the yeah, tie. No, no. All right, you throw my vote out the window. Uh. Two against one. I gotta. I. I. Raul Julia. I gotta get him. I gotta get him yeah. up there. I, as I said, yes, I, gotta do I, it. I'm a Southern lawyer, and this is what I'm here to do. <laughs> Okay. Absolutely. Oh man. See, <laughs> labyrinth though. Labyrinth is like the the deepest seed in my brain. Yes. Oof. I can't. Then white Duke era though. Mm. Not no labyrinth. Mm. That was that was rough. Yeah, he was doing a lot of cocaine then. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> That's true. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. All now right. we have two rounds in. We have two games in round three. This is a very confusing okay. game. Uh, <laughs> we have Jafar versus Prince. You have fifteen seconds to choose. Who's a fancier Prince. man? Prince. Prince? Okay. Yeah. I guess Jafar <laughs> is a cartoon and a representation <laughs> of a man, not necessarily and evil. Like and yeah. he's evil. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Prince is like mostly good. Wow, this is gonna be crazy. Um <laughs> oh my God. So we got uh we have Nathan Lane versus mm -hmm. Raul Julia. Raul. Okay, easy. Yeah. Okay. Now we have yeah. Prince versus Raul Julia, <laughs> fancier man. Who's the fancier man? man? Oh man, I think Raul might win for me. This is really. Crazy. Oh my god! And I was the one who defended it before, but I mean, yeah. it's Prince. It is, Prince. Uh, but it is Raul Julia's episode. Yeah. It, it does feel like an insult to him <laughs> to have him lose Look, the game in his own so episode. The, the cigar, so the fancy. brandy. Look, yeah, the suits. Michael hired me to be an impartial uh, uh, mm. contributor to this conversation. I owe nothing to Prince, and I owe nothing to Raul <laughs> Julia. Lord knows, okay. I owe nothing to that man. <laughs> he has stolen so many roles from me in my long career. Uh, no, yeah. I didn't realize you were also an actor. Yeah, so yeah. I was an actor, and I didn't make it. I got I got priced right out of the industry by Raul. Oh and it's rough, rough. I fell, mm. went back on my fallback career, which is Southern Lawyer. Um, Southern Lawyer. That classic yes. arc. But yeah. out of respect for my notorious rival, I will have to give it to Raul Julia because I know Prince used to make women go to bed with full face of makeup on, which I don't consider very fancy. 
Phantom Man does not Ew. do that. Yeah. Yeah, Carmen Electra. <laughs> Carmen Electra. I can see Prince being so bossy. Yeah, Prince yes. is bossy. <laughs> like, bossy, bossy, bossy. Like, no, like, you're not doing it right. Like, do this. And yeah. you're just like, oh, can we just enjoy each other here? Like, <laughs> there's get a- over your aesthetics for a second, Prince. Mm. <laughs> there's a great story about um, when the West Side Story revival was on Broadway. He apparently was sitting at home uh, watching the Tonys, and he saw uh, Karen Olivo. And he thought that she was really sexy. So he just like hopped in his car and went over to the like post Tony's party and was like like, trying to like bag her in front of her husband. (laughs) That is amazing. (laughs) There's a few people that could bag people. You know, if you're friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Uh, I wasn't going to name any names, the actor or myself, but yes. <laughs> well, I think that, yeah, it's settled. That does Raul it. Raul is the king. Raul is the king. I, I love it. I'll uh, call uh, my good friend Michael and see if he's done uh, playing with his little toys or talking to his sidekick, whatever the fuck he's doing. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what he found out. Uh, yeah, uh, he's going to be so sad they missed this. <laughs> lovely to meet you both, Kelly and Shelly. <laughs> lovely to meet you as well, mm. Tommy. Is that your name, Tommy? <laughs> no, my name is uh Bob. Bob, what is my name? What is my <laughs> God dang? I oh man, you know, as an mm-hmm. actor, I I often lose myself in my roles. Mm. And uh, Bobby Tom James, there it is. There we there go. It is. Okay, well, it was lovely meeting All you. All right, ta ta now. Ta 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 ta. Good cop, good cop, good cop. Oh, huh. hello everybody. Hey, welcome back. I'm back. Well, how was the welcome. game? Was it good? It was great. You really missed out. Good. I know. I know. I just, I can't stand, uh, I can't stand Bobby. Man. He's a lot. Bobby Tom James. He's just, he's just. Yeah. He's a little forbearing. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. And I think he might be putting that accent on. Really? <laughs> he's the most Southern man I've ever met in my entire life. I don't know. <laughs> As a Southern woman, I had my suspicions. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, oh, welcome oh. back. And you, I mean, you came back just in time for us to wrap it up. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. you missed out. Yeah. I don't think we have time to talk about your psychic. Uh, uh, yeah. Meeting, God. You're going to have you. to send us an email. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I already drafted uh, some notes. Oh. So good. Oh, you were busy while you were on. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Kelly, this was really fun. Was Thank really you great. so much for coming <laughs> by. I had the best time, guys. This was amazing. I, this is like my favorite thing to talk about. I feel yes. totally rejuvenated after looking after a tiny baby all day. <laughs> We're so glad. Um, so for the listeners who want to follow you, where can they follow you on social media? And where can they listen to your podcast? And let us know if you have any events coming up. Well, um, my podcast is called What Are You Into with Kelly Hudson, and you can just look that, slap (laughs) that into the search bar and look it up on any, yeah, wherever you listen to podcasts. And then uh, my handle on Instagram is What Are You Into? So easy. Oh, very easy peasy. Easy 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 peasy. Find me. (laughs) Yeah. I don't have a personal Instagram anymore because I like tried to quit Instagram, but now I'm back. Oh, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to quit myself. (laughs) On my like podcast account so the podcast is on like paused at the moment because i got pregnant and had a baby (laughs) but i will be back soon and there's plenty of episodes to listen to that i recorded over the course of you know a couple years so um yeah it was a lot of fun we've got some great guests uh we just talk about sex and and (laughs) we love it in an easy yeah easy way and as far as events i don't believe i do have any events <laughs> coming up but you are maybe. taking care of a small human to be that's fair not bad. Um, <laughs> that takes some time <laughs> the 
fact that I've gotten away to do anything is like, yeah, a miracle. Because I'm still in the like full time job of breastfeeding era. Oh boy, uh, bless yeah, you. Baby raising, <laughs> but yeah, it's my last child. This is the last time I'm doing it. So yeah, We're wrapping it up. Um, wrapping it, yeah, Michael, where can uh, the listeners find us? Oh, uh, you all can find us on all social media at Everyone Is Hot Pod. That's every number one is hot pod and you can find our podcast on anywhere you listen to podcast and if you're listening to us anywhere where you can rate us please rate <laughs> us five stars okay and nothing less nothing less no okay no. don't you dare oh. <laughs> and before we go michael what should the listeners do oh please remember to always stay horny horny i don't know what that's about. He's back. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.